0: If you're trying to figure out, or I should say, if you're sick and tired of trying to figure out what in the, watch your mouth, ED. I'm just talking about the PMO. Listen up. I got some things here. If you don't know, I got an eight point framework where we'll go over eight points. I'm going to even throw in a couple bonuses because I really love talking about this thing called the PMO. If you're new to the uh, channel, I go by the name of E.D. For all you smart and intelligent folks out there, I'll keep it simple. It just simply means it. Today's episode is entitled Introduction to the PMO Puzzle. What does it really mean? Again, Introduction to the PMO Puzzle. What does it really mean? First of all, let me ask you a question, family. Do you even know what a PMO is? Do we really even know what a PMO is? Here, listen, a PMO really is a, uh, the acronym which uh, I just gave you PMO which stands for Project Management Office. It is a, uh, basically just to really sum it up, it's a centralized department or group that really organize and def- and defines and maintains the project management standards for uh, project management. The main goal, listen, one of the main goals I should really say, really say, cause we're gonna unpack, you know, I'm gonna do my eight point framework and we're gonna unpack some other main goals is that really to really standardize the project management uh, practices, ensure that resource, uh, facilitate resource management appropriately, as well as provide necessary guidance, guidance and oversight of project management or I should say project managers, excuse me, and teams. Now, listen, in this eight point framework, I'm gonna give you more of the introduction uh, aspect. If you really enjoy this video, then we'll, we'll go and we'll do, I'll do another one. I'll go into a deeper dive of it. Point number one, man, do your homework, homie. No, I'm just playing, no, seriously, do your homework. What do I mean by that? What do you mean by do your homework? I've watched I've even created PMOs myself personally and one of the things before I even started a PMO I went and did my homework. My homework would tell me the status or I should say the organization style how are projects currently being led basically you want to go do your research if you're getting ready to to start a, a PMO or you're about to basically rebuild a PMO it's very, very, if you don't remember any of the rest of these points that I talk about here today, family, you need to remember this about doing your homework and basically going ahead and doing the proper research on how the PMO it how the PMO is being ran, or if it's again if it's a new PMO, talking with the project managers, conversating with the uh, stakeholders, but more import- or importantly, uh, really making it a collaborative effort. Because I've seen it time and time again. I don't know why I'm getting so excited here, but I can't help myself. Uh, time and time again, though, seriously, family, I've seen it where. Um, you don't have that engagement between the project manager and the PMO office it's more of a dictatorship okay what do you mean by that ED it's that this is the governance and this is how projects should be ran which okay is fine but it's not fine because the project managers is on the ground floor and when I say on the ground floor meaning they are they are the individuals leading the project so it's imperative matter of fact no it is important that we work with the project managers to understand what are they seeing the project managers are more or less the blind spot to the governance aspect of a PMO because if you put uh, okay i know i'm I know i'm rambling and i'm going on but this rambling or i should say it's not r- this rant that i'm on is important family that you c- that the PMO and the project manager they collaborate and f- form something let me get off this i know i drained that point Uh, So much. Let's move on to point number two before I get into point number two Family, I really appreciate uh, all the new subscribers the new family Welcome, man. You guys are gonna be you're gonna be entertained. You're gonna be educated on your journey if you are if you're not a project manager Man, welcome! I, this is going to be some good t- uh, content. If you're already a project management a manager, still, <laughs> welcome. Hey, I started a newsletter. It is in the is in the link. I may even pin it to the top of this. Uh, pin it to the top of the comments. I really want you guys to get on board. The first newsletter will be coming out within two weeks. So when I get your information, I'll make sure that uh, you get informed And it's, it's going to be, I know everyone says, oh, this this is, this newsletter is going to be different No, but this one is going to be different because watch this family It's going to be around project management as well as the mindset If you don't have the mindset in leading projects uh, It doesn't matter what the skills and techniques are Because you want to be able to lead it effectively Okay, I'll get off my, my shameless plug Let's move on to point number two you need Secure executive support Family, okay, I, I know I said point number one was very important, but this right, okay, I'm about to do my Cat Williams, oh, forget it, this right here, no, no, really, this right here is so important, if you don't get buy-in from your executives, your leadership, the PMO is going to fail, hmm I'm I'm just telling, I've seen it again time and time again. Uh, The reason why it fails is because you didn't get the proper buy-in from executive leadership because you have to understand the the leaders in, in the different departments Push down the information to the rest of their leaders. So the more you can get buy-in from executive uh, leadership, the better uh, the PMO office is going to run. You want to you want to go. Here's a trick. I'm I'm, just, I'm giving this away for free. I was going to put it in my the PMO book that I'm working on, but you know what? I'm giving it away for free because I value your time just like I know you value mine. So let's go. Here's a quick tr- uh, tip or trick, I should say. Find out if you're starting a new PMO or you're you're rebranding the PMO. Find out what the business pains are. I'll give you an example. If you already have an existing PMO, what are the project delays? Why are our projects, uh, you know, running behind schedule, or why are they, why are they always coming in over? But find out the pain. When you find out the business pain, this is how you get the buy-in. A lot of people don't don't want to tell you that. All they do is just go in. And and create governance and frameworks. And no, no, no. Get this executive buy in and find out what the pay, interview these executives if you're the leader of that PMO interview these executives and say hey what what are some of the frustrations you have just just like that what are some of the frustrations you have with some of the projects that are being led and I promise you if you have great leadership they will be transparent with you in a way that allow you to take that information and to use it to make a better or I should say build a better PMO office point number three Create a PMO roadmap. You know, one of the things when you look at a PMO office. Uh, rarely do you see a PMO roadmap, Uh, a roadmap really consists of, it's really little uh, to me, the way that I look at it is building little momentums to assist the project managers as well as the projects being led by the project managers really starting small, meaning, okay, this quarter we're going to focus on, let's say we're going to focus on making sure that the reporting structure, when we're sending out uh, reports, are being, are, are, is just not a whole bunch of data, but it's an effective data that anybody off the street should be able to pick up and know where this project is. So we're gonna, we're gonna work with the project managers to ensure that we build out a proper, uh, uh, uh basically reporting, a uh, reporting structure when you're reporting out of where the project is, and again. I'm gleaning back on the foundation of all of this, and it's going to have to be a collaborative effort. If we don't have a collaborative effort between the project management as well as the PMO, it's not going. To, you're not going to have the the success that you need. Point number four. I don't know why I did the little four. I just wanted you to see. Uh, point number four: training and development. What do you mean by that, Ed? Oh, you're talking about where we sit in a in a uh, training and you go over all the governance and framework, no, that's not what we're doing here. We're trying to, de- if, let, me, let me explain something family. You develop your project managers, you have better projects being led. Okay, maybe I missed you on that one. Okay, how about this one? If you train your project managers effectively, then you have projects that uh, meet the triple constraint by staying either within or under we all know if you've been watching me for a while what the triple constraints are so for my new people that are here the triple constraints consist of your schedule your scope your cost and of course your quality we need to train around these areas and providing the proper um, the t- proper training as well watch this also around methodologies and frameworks so if we are if projects are being led in a waterfall methodology we need to assist our project managers to ensure that the methodology that they're leveraging is appropriate for the project that they're leading mm, mm, mm. i think i just said something let's move on to point number 5 Point number five, create a risk management strategy. Listen, a lot of times we can get so excited about leading the project that we forget about creating a risk management framework, meaning how are we going to identify these risks? How are we going to basically mitigate these risks or I should say uh, attack these risks before they become issues? And then on top of that, how are we going to address them when they do become um, issues. What is our approach from that? Creating a strong framework around that is really going to ensure that the, that you don't have all this type of panic if a risk is being submitted or an issue is happening because you have you have trained or you've created the proper framework and structure for project managers to have the success. And again, you always keep hearing me talking about the project managers. It's, imp- it's I, I, oh, man. It's so important that. We we really set the project managers up for success because when you set the project managers up for success, then you'll be able to set the PMO up for success. So that leads me to point number six: establish governance and reporting structure. Hey, family, I touched on this a little bit earlier uh, when we were talking, and I, I was talking about reporting out. Listen, we have to identify what are the key metrics or what we say the key uh, the KPI, the key performing in uh, indicators. You know, I've seen I've seen I've seen, I've seen reports in my decade of, of doing project management, I've seen all type of reports. I've seen reports that have been so much information on there that if you hand it to someone, they didn't know where we we were where we were at in the project. And I've seen it where it wasn't anything, hardly anything on there. You was like, what is this? And, what, and how dare you send this out to leadership? We're going to get in trouble. But honestly, though, family, being able to collaborate with your project manager and I know I'm probably gonna get in trouble for this, but oh well. Reporting. Now we have to be clear here on the reporting and the governance because we know a project is a temporary endeavor so we have to be flexible in our reporting and be flexible in our governance because if we're not flexible in these areas we will do a watch this family a one size fit all for governance a one size fit all for reporting and it may not be applicable we need to understand that's again going back to the foundation of that collaboration and partnership with the project manager to see what makes sense because the whole goal at the end of the day is being able to articulate either verbally or through written word of where the project is at and how it's performing all right i'll move on family i may i, I may have lost you on that one point number seven develop a resource management plan listen this is going to be important because i've seen it where you can burn your project managers out by giving them ten, to you know giving them a lot of projects And they may not have the bandwidth or and if they have if if they don't tell you they don't have the bandwidth And they're just taking it on because they're trying to be a hero i.e. I've done that um, When you do that you may miss something that needs your attention And again as a project manager you're the coach of the team You are the leader of the team even though you don't have these stakeholders uh, reporting to you They are looking to you, there's an accountability and a responsibility as a project manager, you need to step up and embrace. If you don't embrace this, Is going to fall back on you at the end of the day anyway So being able to use resource uh, management software uh, Will really help your team to understand bandwidth and availability Let's move on to the last and final point But I do, if you stay tuned, have two bonuses for you If you're still here Point number eight, select appropriate methodologies or frameworks I kind of touched on this as well, family Listen, if you are leading a Software project uh, You may want to look at a more of a scrum approach Because there may be so many different changes So it may make sense because of the iteration You want to do that If you're leading more of a, a waterfall uh, Type product uh, project that is predictive And you, you understand there's so many moving So many moving pieces You it, again understand What methodology or framework is going to make sense For the project that you're leading Here's bonus number one I really encourage you uh, for all my new project managers and even my seasoned project managers and the project managers in between. Stakeholder analysis and engagement is going to be important. Why is that going to be important? Understanding who needs to be part of this project will help you to have a better success Versus where you go into silos or the teams are working in silos and there's not a more of a collaborative approach You see me use that word a lot collaborative The reason why I use it because I've noticed when you don't when you're not collaborative and everyone is going off in these solo solo um Solo teams or uh, solo meetings and not including the team That could probably provide value or or input It really takes away from the momentum of the project Because you're not creating a bond with your team As well as the project is not going to have the success that it needs And the last and final bonus Ensure that, from a PMO standpoint, align with organizational goals. I touched about, I touched on, on this earlier about, the, and this was point number two. So, if you want to go back, check out point number two. Point number two was around basically getting buy uh, buy-in from your executives or or, or leadership. So this is the same thing of being able to align with the organizational goals because it's important where if, if, if you don't have a goal or something that you're marching towards, that's that was going to help the organization people are not going to prioritize that particular project they're not really going to take it seriously and when they don't again you're going to struggle along the way hey family i would love to know what was your favorite point uh today that i shared drop it in the comments again man this has been your boy ed until next time you know the slogan you know the model. i'm out